0: Fred Roshani, TSC, the Sports Courier Podcast. A lot of times I get to do a lot of awesome things on this podcast. Get to interview a number of wrestlers, celebrities. Maybe I'll go cover an event when there's not a pandemic going on. Maybe I'll, I'll throw it back to a, a past clip or something. Talk about a fun topic. Preview a pay-per-view. Uh, this is none of that. There's been some major breaking news occurring over and over and over again in the world of professional wrestling. I don't even know really where to start. I want to try to be as sensitive as I can to this topic. The short story before we dive in is that wrestling right now is currently going through its own Me Too movement, hashtag speaking out. You might be wondering what brought brought this up. Well, first of all, the awful alleged behavior of a number of men and some women too. And, well, the rape accusation of an alleged victim of David Starr, who is an independent wrestler, perhaps now a former independent wrestler. He is famous or, I guess, infamous. Uh, when it comes to, you know, tweeting about different things and unionizing pro wrestling. And, you know, he he says a lot of the right things on Twitter, right? You know, he seems like very progressive, everything else, always, you know, talking about how woke he is and blah, blah, blah. Well, he got outed as an alleged rapist. Now, note, I got to use words like alleged, allegations, for a few reasons. One, a lot of facts are still coming out about these stories. Two, for legal reasons, I'm an independent media outlet. I ain't trying to get sued, so... Uh, you know, I want to try to be as fair as possible, but man, so David Starr outed by a, I guess, a former spouse as an alleged rapist and an abuser, and he proceeded to put out several apologies to that enough apologies that would make Drew Brees cringe, apologies so bad that would make Drew Brees hide. And it, it inc- there was one that was included where he actually promoted a tweet saying he's not a rapist. And and I think his initial statement was something along... And I'm paraphrasing here. You can probably find it. He deleted his Twitter account. It said something along the lines of, like, you know, I'm sorry to all the uh, women I've heard. I was a, you know, an a-hole boyfriend, you know, and I was looking up something called gray rape and I wrote this uh, a week. I was writing this for a week and a half and I'm like, wait a minute. You were writing an apology for a week and a half that you just happened to put out today when you got accused of rape? What? And so it set off this chain reaction because evidently Mr. Starr is, is not very liked in the wrestling industry and not just for his you know, political views or this, that, and the other thing, but because it turns out, or it may turn out, that he's a horrible person. So that got the ball rolling for uh, a number of women. I'm not sure who it originated with. I got to check exactly the persons. If somebody knows, they could let me know. It started, a hashtag was created, speaking out. And a number of women women of wrestling and some fans as well have gotten on record in addition to some men and have spoken out against their alleged abusers and a number of them just happen to be employed by WWE, NXT, UK. One of them, at least that we know of at the moment, happens to be employed by All Elite Wrestling. And one guy that was just outed happens to be Jim Cornette. Yeah. But, man, I, I can't even keep up with the list here. So I'm just going to go over uh, some, uh, I don't know, let's call it highlights, the lowlights of this, this is some horrifying stuff. So here's the accusations from Jordan, De- I guess, Jordan Devlin's ex-girlfriend, ex-spouse, this woman on Twitter named Hannah Francesca at textbook Glovers. By the way, for any victim – of abuse, wrestler or non-wrestler, that's putting themselves out there right now and has before and will after today. God bless you all. I mean, the amount of trauma, you know, feelings you have to be experiencing right now got to be scary. And what you've been through, I mean, I want to wish that on my own worst enemy. So just God bless anybody that's been through that. God bless all the people that are courageous enough and brave enough to speak up about all this. I mean, it's just, it's terrible. It's it's it's, it's terrible. It's happening. There's no place in the industry for it. And man, I don't really know where to start. So, like I said, I'm going to let's go to the Jordan Devlin stuff. By the way, this is, I think, the one year anniversary, or close to the one year anniversary of the podcast that I did on the late Ashley Massaro's rape allegations, which, oh, by the way, Daddy B never really followed up on. Um, so, yeah, uh, a sad, cruel, odd anniversary indeed. It's great to see all the women and, again, some men speaking out against the alleged abusers. That being said, it is sad that it occurred in the first place. So, from Hannah Francesca at Textbook Glovers. This is scary. I'm really scared. Jordan Devlin, by the way, Jordan Devlin's the cruiserweight champion, did this to me. And this is just the physical damage, not including my arse and back bruises. Because I don't feel like posting that online or, or fancy posting that online. And then this young woman posts bruises graphic bruises of her legs. Uh there was one, I think there's one pick of of you know that was kind of revealing of more bruises. Uh yeah, just bruises all over her leg and and, and lower back. Um, I'm not gonna show that here because you know that could trigger some people. Uh, but terrible stuff. I mean, horrifying. Just, just abs- absolutely horrifying. Um, obviously not good. Not not good whatsoever. I believe WWE has released a statement. If I can just find it uh, right here. Okay, WWE released a statement. This is from Gary Cassidy at Wrestling Gary. Quote, we take any allegation of this nature very seriously and are looking into this matter. But Jordan Devlin uh, was not the only person that was linked to some crazy things, um, awful things. Millie McKenzie. And full disclosure, I am not an expert in the world of, of British pro wrestling. I'm familiar with some of the NXT UK guys. I don't watch NXT UK regularly or anything like that so i don't want to pretend sit here and pretend i'm a british wrestling expert as far as like some of the personalities involved okay just for disclosure so millie mckenzie who's a wrestler uh also tweeted and she's at millie mckenzie zero very scary doing this uh but i don't want anyone else to have to go through what i did things need to change hashtag speaking out things didn't end well with jake i began training other travis banks that's XT wrestler travis banks when I was 17, we had a secret one-year relationship in which he wouldn't speak to me or near me in public in case anyone would find out. Cheated on me multiple times in front of my face and was horrible to me. Had a massive effect on my mental health and self-confidence. I hated wrestling and the person I became with him. Hashtag speaking out. I hope the speaking out movement actually creates change in the wrestling industry uh, people so desperately need. Yeah, uh, that, that's, not, that's, that's not good. That sounds a lot like a mentally abusive relationship. Really bad stuff here. Wow. El Legero, who's been around forever on the British wrestling scene, also now part of NXT UK, at Natalie Sykes underscore tweets. Legero was my trainer for quite some time. He befriended me when I was around 17, and at the time I thought that was okay because he was my trainer and he had a lot of knowledge I hoped he would pass on to me. He started messaging me on Snapchat, but later was WhatsApp. He then began making sexual comments about me and made me feel very uncomfortable. But I thought I had thick enough skin to deal with it, so I would never directly confront him, but just laugh it off so he wouldn't get mad at me. It got to a point where the comments were constant. He would also ask me for selfies or photos of me wearing my wrestling gear after it was just posted to me to, quote, show him what it looked like. I never sent him photos uh, because I thought that was very weird. But then I would post on Instagram. He would tell me how pretty I was, etc., He also became rather obsessive over my private relationships with people not involved in wrestling, belittling me and bullying them and constantly highlighting how bad the relationship was and encouraging us to break up. He would also bring up my dad. My dad is not someone I've talked about publicly, but for context, my dad has not been in my life for quite some time. Legero thought it would be a good idea to psychoanalyze me and my relationship with my father. In the same message, he compared himself to being my father figure whilst joking around about sleeping with me. Jeez, this this stuff's tough to read. It came to a point where I was in a very bad place mentally, and I completely shut down and stopped training. It was a rough time for me for a variety of reasons. Ligero would message me constantly, and I felt pressure to reply even when I didn't have any energy and was so draining. Especially because I would wake up to massive paragraphs slating me and my wrestling abilities and how bad of a person I am to then five minutes later wanting to be my friend and have a laugh. When I finally went to someone I trusted privately and told them everything that was going on about the situation was sorted, that he wouldn't be able to show up at my training school, I decided to switch to. However, he did try to message me about it and claimed he would have stopped if I had just told him, etc. We didn't have any contact that shows her online for months until he started messaging me more frequently again and tried to start a conversation just about anything about just about anything. I was so scared to speak up about this because I didn't want to lose bookings. People not believing me or siding with him. It isn't a nice feeling. During the time I was friends with Leggero, it made me such a negative person because he had such an influence on me. I hate the person I was during that year and a half. I know that to some this might not seem like much, but I thought it was worth saying something. There's also stuff I have probably forgot to mention too, but this this about covers it. Probably got to log off after this. Yeah. Uh, that's bad. And unfortunately, uh, Natalie is not alone. Uh, in a lot of these wrestling schools, not all of them, okay, I want to shout out some of the, the good ones here, like uh, the Monster Factory with Danny Cage. Uh, I know the Storm Wrestling Academy has been closed for some time, but Lance Storm was a, a, a great trainer. A few others, uh, Ray Glacier Lloyd, QT Marshall, uh, they do a great job as well. Um, but unfortunately, you get a lot of these wrestling schools, some named guys like Legero, um, some non name guys, you know, no name dudes, Weekend Warriors that take advantage of, you know, being a trainer and kind of either groom these girls to eventually get with them, maybe try to get with them when they're underage, or just kind of use it as a vehicle to sleep with women. And I'm sorry, whether you're a a wrestling trainer, whether you're a a boss at an ad agency, whether you're, you know, working at McDonald's, a, a manager, whatever, man, I mean, you can't be trying to screw around with your subordinates. You can't be using your power for that kind of stuff. I mean, it's just, yeah, it's 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 awful. And before we get to some of the other news that, and allegations and everything else, and it's a lot. I mean, it's it's a lot. I can't go through everything. You know, you'll have to go through. You have to search for yourself in the hashtag um, speaking out. Again, keep in mind a lot of these are allegations. Obviously, they they vary, um, but they're still not good at all. And my heart goes out to the alleged victims. Um, but you, let's keep it real here. Pro wrestling is an extension of the media and entertainment industry. Now, it is kind of like uh, an offshoot of it because it's rather unregulated, right? There's a, like athletic commissions. I think in some states like Kentucky and stuff like that, they kind of require you know going through a commission. And you know, Maryland's kind of infamous for that with their no blood policy and everything. Uh, but for the most part, pro wrestling, especially on in the independent level, is relatively unregulated. Now, I can't speak for the UK, uh, but I know in, in the US, I'm sure it's a, kind of the same deal. In the entertainment industry, the TV industry, the media industry, or really any industry, but in particular, uh, showbiz, it's about who you know. It's about relationships, right? If you, sometimes you don't even have to be the most qualified person to get a job. You just have to know the right person, have a good relationship. Why is networking so important? Why are relationships so important? Because sometimes you, you need a favor or you need somebody that can help you out with a job or an opportunity or collaborate or whatever. A lot of times, particularly in the in the podcasting, YouTube space, TV space, it's great. I can work with other creators. I love collaborating. Other times, it's you. It can be used against you. You piss off the wrong person. Let's say a promote. Let's say in the wrestling world, a promoter makes an advance on you. You, as a woman or man, say mm, no, no thanks. They could blacklist you. They could tell other promoters, you know what? Don't book this guy. Don't book this girl. And boom, all of a sudden, you're blacklisted and you lose out on a lot of work and. Uh, you know, it's great. While it's sad to read a lot of stories like this, it's also great that these stories are coming out because the more people, the more people we have like this in the industry right now, um, the worse it is. You know, the the worse it is. And look, there's a lot of things you can't control. Right? I'm not a Trump guy. I know a lot of people aren't Trump guys. Um, you can't necessarily boycott everything though because you know Google's donated, you know Apple's donated. all your favorite companies have donated to the inauguration or administration or whatever like that. It's kind of tough to pick and choose what you boycott, right? But here's what you can do. If you're somebody like me, that's against domestic violence, that's against abuse, that's against harassment, and you see a wrestling promotion booking said abusers or said alleged abusers, guess what? You can hit them where it hurts. You can hit them in the wallet. You don't have to go to a show. A show is not necessary. You don't have to buy a DVD, a Blu-ray, a live stream, uh, or or anything else, but it's it's been a it's been a huge you know just day of reckoning and uh, based on people I've talked to in the industry, people that have worked in WWE, you still talk to people based on a few independent wrestlers I talked to. Uh, I feel like more is definitely going to come out in the next few days. And, and by the way, there is more. I, I'm not done yet. I just needed to take a quick pause to catch my breath, to catch your breath. For anybody, by the way, that's watching the live stream on Facebook and YouTube, um, thank you so much for taking it out time in your busy day uh, to watch me to learn about uh, everything that's going on I know this is I mean it's a, it, it's an amazing time in life and it's a horrible time in life at the same time it's amazing there's this beautiful unity and civil rights movement it's a horrible time because black people are still getting killed and still getting assaulted and, and police are still killing with with uh, you know with, with no consequences um you know it's it's a it's, it's great that people are standing up for themselves and at least in some states, things are getting better with COVID. It's awful that there's still people affected health-wise by COVID. It's awful that there are people still out of jobs and or, or both. And yeah, it's just, it's just a rough time, man. It's just it's just a really uh, rough time. So the fact that not only are these women and some men coming out now to out their their abusers, not only is that amazing, but the fact that they're doing it in the, in this current climate where they have a lot to lose, you know, during a pandemic. When work is scarce, when there's no guarantees they're gonna have work when this is all over. I mean, that's just that's super courageous, that's super brave. So uh, shout out to them. God bless them. They're so brave. And for everybody going through the struggle right now, uh, you know, again, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, I love you guys, and you know, I want to try to use my platform, uh, you know, for some semblance of positivity here. <sighs> Let's see, Misha J. Si- Misha Simmons. Hope I pronounced your name correctly. Uh, a lot of these guys will be blacklisted, and they deserve it. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I agree. Um, in the case of Jordan Devlin, I mean, look, again, legally, it can't be like, oh, yeah, he definitely did it, uh, but it doesn't look good. A guy like David Starr, he kind of already blacklisted himself, but it doesn't look good. Folks, God forbid you're a good, innocent person that's ever been accused of something that you didn't do that's heinous. You should not promote a tweet with a bad apology. Saying you're not a rapist. Just some advice. Just some advice from somebody who works in marketing. Okay? Just, just some advice right there. Um, I am kind of curious to see the responses of some of these people for sure. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'll tell you this. If you're an innocent person and you're accused of stuff like this, man, uh, you better be on, on the highest platform right now, hollering and, and screaming because this doesn't look good for any of y'all. Uh, let's see. Some people here said, "Okay." Somebody sent me this: Jordan Devlin, Legero, Travis Banks, David Starr, Joe Coffey. Uh, a few other people are being exposed as abusers. I'm omitting some names here because you know there's a gray area, and I gotta warn everybody too. Well, I'm not. I'm take every allegation you see seriously, 110. I don't care if they're your friend. I don't care if they're your favorite wrestler. I don't care if you're your least favorite wrestler. I'll obviously, take um, any of these seriously, but just do it with some nuance, right? There's, um, you know, there's a lot of these seem very credible, but you know, I did see one account today. I'm not going to name names that was accusing a, another wrestler or something. And then it turned out that was like a stalker account that was tweeting said wrestler, like 200 times a day and was added as a stalker account. So just before you tweet out anything, especially if you're a media outlet or whatever, just proceed with caution. That's, that's all I'm saying. Proceed with caution, uh, proceed with nuance so here's an anonymous allegation. Uh, well, an allegation towards an anonymous wrestler from Ariella Nix. She is a New York-based wrestler. In fact, I actually had lunch with her, I think dinner, about a year ago with my friend Kim Angle. And shout-out to my friend Kim Angle. Uh, shout-out to my friend Candice Cordelia, who I spoke to extensively about this, this topic before um, going on the air. I love to get a different perspective, especially, obviously, given the topic female perspective. So uh, shout-out to all you all of you guys. But Ariela posted some uh, really heartbreaking stuff here, too. Back in 2013, before I was in the business, a friend and I flew out to L.A. for SummerSlam weekend. The night before a pay-per-view, we decided to check out the hotel bar where Talent was staying. A lot of people were there. We had a great time. One particular wrestler who was very drunk kept hitting on me and was practically begging me to spend the night with him. I was caught off guard since he's married, but but I told him no. As we were leaving, my friend wanted to get a picture with him. We walked over to him, and before we could say anything, he physically grabbed us, as both of them, threw us into the elevator to take us to his room. Then while in the elevator, he pushed me to the wall and started kissing me. I had no clue what to do. He brought us to his room, where he proceeded to beg me to stay for about 20 minutes and kept trying to get my friend to leave me with him. He finally realized nothing was going to happen, and he let us go, not before trying to pull my top down, As I was leaving, I had no clue how to feel. And I was just grateful. He finally let us go. I knew I wouldn't have been able to fight him off if he had tried to take things further. But the weird thing is I never felt like a victim. It wasn't until the past year and hearing other women's experiences, how serious that I realized how serious this situation was. Again, I was just grateful. He let me go. I've been booked on the same show twice with him and just made sure I stood as far away as possible. Both times I could feel him checking me out the whole time and trying to figure out where he knew me from. All of the women that have come out with their stories inspired me to tell mine. I wanted to share my story in support of these women, not in looking for sympathy or trying to ruin the guy's career. I know my story is nowhere near as worse as others, but these actions are not okay, no matter how big or small. Thank you to all the women that were strong enough to tell their story. You always have my support. And GoPro Wrestling tweeted at her, What the F? I hope the person has gone from the business and you never have to feel unsafe. I'm so sorry this happened to you. She said, thank you. And nope, you can see him on AEW every Wednesday night. Yeah, that, that my friends is bad. And she responded to a tweet uh, about name names. name. She said, sadly, it's unlikely AEW would, they would as an AEW would punish him. And they have protected others who have been accused of stuff like this. So I don't think they change their tune now. Now, as far as who did this, I am not going to publicly speculate. Um, I'm just not because, you know, Ariel is entitled to her privacy. And again, I don't know. And I don't think it's fair to put it out there. Um, But yeah, um, a former WWE wrestler who is now in AEW, who was married at the time and might still be married. I don't know. Scary stuff. Scary stuff. And, th- and by the way, this is based in the U.S. This isn't the U.K. Oh, my God. Just, yeah. Th- just some really, really awful stuff here, man. Some some really awful stuff. But, my God. It, get- it gets worse. It gets worse and it gets weirder. Again, I don't want Jim Cornette to stick his lawyer at me. So, these are allegations... Against a very public figure. Allegations. From a gentleman by the name of AKI, at AKI underscore evolution. Uh, He's an indie wrestler. He is, yeah, at AKI underscore evolution. I made a very vague post about Jim Cornette yesterday. In the face of current events, I feel the need to clarify and speak up. During my first year in the business, his wife, Stacy attempted to groom me. Grooming means... Taking advantage of somebody that's young, and it doesn't just happen in in wrestling. It happens in a lot of showbiz. Uh, Essentially, a a person in power will try to groom a young person, usually underage, so that when they are quote-unquote of age, they swoop in and date them or have some type of sexual relations with them. It's awfully disgusting. So that's the context for grooming. Anyway, this is awful stuff. Alleged awful stuff. She approached me via DM, sent me lewd photos I never asked for, implied protection from the Kentucky Commission, stating he was a family friend, and told me she was going to F me as if I didn't have a choice. My experience with them is tame compared to others, though. When Jim was booking OVW, if you wanted a contractor on a show, you had to perform many... Well, not many. You had to perform sexual acts on his wife many times with him watching. So, uh... For all my Gen Z's out there, uh, he's essentially accusing Jim Cornette of being a cuck, among other things. This has happened for many, many people. A close friend of mine was groomed and basically brainwashed by them for years. When he finally escaped, Stacy went to great lengths to not only terrorize him, but actively try to have other wrestlers physically assault him. I was one of them. She sent me pictures showing tires of his he's slashed and bragging about setting him up to lose his job, apartment, and even his car, all because he, exca- he escaped an extremely toxic relationship and didn't want anything to do with them. Stacy bragged about being able to call the Kentucky Commission to give him, quote-unquote, targets. He was a family friend, and if she wanted, she could turn his attention to anyone licensed in the state to potentially hurt and sometimes ruin their careers. When he says, quote, cult of Cornet, it's because he has a history of taking advantage of Greenhorns using his power and position as Booker for OVW in order to fulfill his and his wife's sexual desires. They use their place of power to hurt many, many people. No one wants to speak up because of his position in wrestling, but this is extremely common knowledge among OVW alumni. This will probably ruin a lot of opportunities in wrestling, and that's fine, but make no mistake, Jim Cornette is trash. He and his wife have made power plays in order to hurt many, many people. F you, Jim. F you, Stacy. You are scum. Lasara's out as alleged victims of British wrestlers coming out and British promoters uh, has spawned into a, a wrestling-wide deal. Um, so, OTT, Rev Pro, and TNT Extreme, which were the main wrestling promotions that were linked to David Starr. I believe David Starr is a former OTT champion. He had a, ma- a match that was raved about with uh, Jordan Devlin, or I believe earlier this year or late last year, uh, by the way. Uh, th- I think that that's what we really kind of got them on, on the map as far as like match quality and stuff. So, Anyway, this is from Wrestling Observer. In the wake of indie wrestler David Starr being accused of sexual assault, several independent wrestling companies have stripped him of their titles or announced intentions to not work with him again. On Thursday, Ireland's OTT tweeted that their championship is now vacant. Rev Pro tweeted their south side titles now vacant, and TNT Extreme Wrestling announces they have also stripped Star, real name Max Barsky, of their titles. He was holding all their titles, I guess, and they stripped him. Man. Oh, just god-awful. Oh my god. This, yeah, it's terrible stuff. By the way, uh, by the way, to- the the person that outed uh, David Star, her name is Tori at Slay Mysterio. That's S-L-A, Mysterio, like Rey Mysterio. Um, She also accuses David Starr of keeping old screenshots from 2016 to ever use against me if I were ever to speak up, making me look angry and crazy. He has folders for several people. Wow. Yeah. Not good. And now David Starr is off of Twitter. Okay, by the way, I think it was Sierra Loxton, who a retired professional wrestler, at Sierra Loxton, who started, who, I guess, started the movement, a hashtag, and everything else, so um, kudos to her. Man, just just a lot going on. Uh, Alexis Falcon uh, outing uh, Greg we- Craig West. Um, full disclosure, some of these people that are being added I'm not really familiar with, but I guess they're known on the uh, independent scene in, in the UK. Pretty damn terrible. Uh, Big E of WWE made a statement here. I pray our industry is swiftly rid of all these predators and abusers to everyone brave enough to tell their story. I'm so sorry. You had to endure this hashtag speaking out. Biggie is the man. God, 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 God bless uh, Biggie. Court Bauer of MLW, MLW owner and promoter. Went to read a speaking out story and poof, it's gone. It's dangerous, disappointing when some in wrestling media can be bullied and intimidated into taking stories down that shine a light on the evil lurking in the shadows. Shadows, excuse me. Be brave. Be damn journalists and cover the damn story. Uh, Mustafa Ali tweets: You don't have to share your pain, but if you do, realize how incredibly brave you are. Sharing your pain may prevent someone from experiencing the same pain. My heart is with you, Jordan Grace, currently of Impact Wrestling. I speak out a lot about what I believe in and consider myself brave, but seeing all these stories and not being able to tell my own. Is a hard reality check. Tegan Knox also tweeting support Pete Dunne, arguably the top star in NXT UK and the UK in general. I uh, can't believe I have to say this, but as I am bringing more and more accusations towards people involved in British wrestling, it doesn't matter if I had issues with the abusers in question already or if I consider them a friend. Independent AEW or NXT UK, all equally disgusting. I urge people to use whatever platform they have to show support. Cynical tweets assuming there will be silence if it's someone part of the same brand is just a waste. This is just so really sad. Allegations by Eclipse of Sage against uh, Brian Fury, head of uh, New England Pro Wrestling Academy. I mean, there's just so there's so much, man. There's so much, and it's just awful. Again, it's great that they're being put out there, you know, but uh, at the same time, it's just sad these women had to go through what they went through, and. Oh, geez, um, There is a, another story. This one's very graphic. So, independent wrestler Liz Savage, I don't know if she still has the tweets up or not, um, she accused former WWE writer, former, former WWE, ROH, TNA Impact Wrestling writer, uh, Dave Lagana of Sexual Assault as well. Dave Lagana, by the way, is currently the writer and I believe executive producer of NWA Power. Um, I think she deleted the tweet. I can't really find it. So I I do have screenshots of it, though. So she recently tweeted this out publicly. Again, these are all allegations, but they all look very bad. And then we'll go to the comments and get some thoughts from people watching and listening live for now. After being friends with Dave Lagana for four years, he sexually assaulted me. I moved to L.A. after two years of him asking me to come out. He told me I was a real friend of him as I had been there for him when he was at his lowest. He wanted to bring me out to L.A. for work. He was back and forth between ROH and TNA companies at the time. This was 2010. But told me if I came to LA, he would put me on NWA Hollywood, and he needed someone to help him make the wrestling promotion agency he wanted to run a reality. I could even stay with him until I got my own place, and he'd show me around. None of this happened except the moving part. About two months into my stay, I had gotten a job and was working very little. My savings running dry from adventures all over job hunting. One night he was home, and we went to bed. Everything was normal. We had clothes on. I fell asleep. I woke up in the middle of the night, and he had his hand down the front of my pants underneath my underwear. He was also touching himself. I was scared. I froze for a moment and pretended to be asleep. I then tossed hard and pulled away from him, hoping he'd leave me alone. He did. He then kicked me out that week with less than a week notice. I've spoken to very few people about this, mainly because I was mad at myself for letting this happen. Oof. I didn't go to the police because they because F the police. They don't help sexual assault victims. I didn't go to wrestling Twitter because I knew it would get ugly and they would blame me and say I'm trying to get famous. I wasn't. And now I have nothing left to prove. If you don't want to book me, oh the F well. Am I a mess of controversy in other ways? You bet. Am I malicious? Nope. Just pissed off. I didn't break his effing arm. And that's terrible. All this is terrible. Again, if you are one of these people that has been accused and you are allegedly innocent, I think we're all going to need you to come out and speak out and speak up and provide receipts because the receipts against y'all are pretty damn damning. No pun intended. Just off, awful stuff. Let's go to some of the comments here, and we'll and we'll dive in further. Okay. To be honest, some of the wrestlers accused give give off the vibe that they do frat boy mentality things, uh, like sexually assaulting people. I mean, yeah. Unfortunately, look, man, uh, there's a reason I, one of the reasons I don't cover wrestling as much as I used to, MMA as well. Uh, look, I've met a lot of great people in MMA and pro wrestling. For those that don't know, I used to work at, at Spike TV. I worked on on Spike TV shows. A lot of them related to Impact Wrestling, military MMA. Also, you know, when I originally started TSC. We primarily covered like combat sports and everything else. Um, one of the reasons I don't dabble in it as much and do it more for fun right now is because there's a lot of BS. So don't get me wrong. When I cover the NFL, there's a horrible underbelly there too, to an extent. I mean, you all saw it with Colin Kaepernick and everything else. They'll ra- the Owners would rather sign a domestic abuser than a guy peacefully protesting police brutality. I mean, all that is is for real and it sucks. But when it comes to wrestling and MMA, boxing too, man, there's like a dirty underbelly. There really is. There's a lot of great people. There are a lot of great people that I've met over the years through wrestling. You know, Shane Helms is one of them. Mike Kingston's one of them. Diamond Dallas page is a, who's a great friend, but man, there's like an underbelly of these just promoters that are scummy. That again, as I mentioned before, you know, they're also serve as trainers that take advantage of their position and either groom these women to have sex with them or immediately use their quote unquote school or promotion as a vehicle to have sex with them, uh, a lot of these promoters again. Not everybody. I don't want to generalize, but a lot of these promoters, a lot of these vendors, a lot of these people in wrestling, um, they're they're shady with money. They're shady with management. You know, the MMA. It's it's like the same thing. I mean, you got to be really careful. If you're in the wrestling business, I don't care what your role is, whether it is promoter, uh, wrestler you know, future commentator, like you got to have a high tolerance for BS and you got to be able to see through a lot of it. And unfortunately for a lot of people at times, you do got to tolerate it depending on where you're at. Now, nobody should have to tolerate any kind of abuse, any kind of harassment, stuff like that. Nobody's saying that. I'm just saying, you know, there's a lot of BS that comes with, with the territory. I'll tell you this, just running a site. I remember when I opened up my my original site like over 10 years ago and I was like, oh, I'll cover wrestling. I'll go to shows. This will be great. I met an MMA I met so many liars, so many cheats. I had so many like, quote unquote, fake sources and people that are trying to get themselves over and get involved in my stuff. They're like, I went crazy. I was like, all right, I got, I got to take a break from this. And that's what, and that's what led me to go into, into more MMA. And then eventually I got back into wrestling. But man, I mean, there's a dirty underbelly. There's a lot of great people there. There's a lot of great people in the wrestling business. Okay. Especially these days. I feel like there's a lot of really nice people, but. Man, there's a lot of scum there too. And again, when you have an industry that's kind of unregulated, unhinged, when you have a lot of these different promoters that pop up, if you're in an area that doesn't have a great wrestling school, or maybe it's a wrestling school run by a named guy, but you know, you're not too familiar, you just want to get into business. I mean, you know, look, okay, it can happen in any industry. I mean, acting, casting couches, things like that, you know, production, TV industry, you know, marketing, Wall Street. Uh, it's not, you know, no industry is immune to that type of stuff, man, but wrestling for whatever reason, it seems to kind of make it, all these abusers, all these awful people kind of just linger around, hang around. It's, 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 it's quite disgusting. And, um, you know, I guess the best way to combat it, I mean, CM Punk talked about this recently and did he be backstage when talking about the George Floyd tragedy and black, black lives matter and, and civil rights, everything. He said, even though it sounds a little contradictory, you got to Fight intolerance with intolerance. I thought that was a great line and great insight by him. And I think that's the same thing when it comes to sexual assault, sexual abuse, sexual harassment. Okay, Even if you're not the one that is being harassed, if you're aware of somebody that is, you have the power to do something about it. As a fan, you have the power to not support a promotion anymore. It's not by their merch, it's not by their streams. If you're a wrestler, you have the power to say F it. I am not wrestling on your show UK promotion if you book David Starr. I'm not wrestling on your show if you book Jordan Devlin. I'm not wrestling on your show if you book Jim Cornette. I'm not going to work your convention. Whatever the case may be. Yes, there have been times and there may still be times in the future where it's tough to speak out. You know, there's a reason a lot of these women and some of these men here have also been abused. uh, There's a reason why it took so long for them to speak out. Because, well, a few reasons. In the case of the U.S., a lot of these abuse cases, assault cases uh, don't always favor the victim. <laughs> like not at all. There's slut shaming, there's victim shaming. Uh, there's all that jazz. there's there's a very deep you know embedded rape culture in, in the society I can't speak for. Um, the UK as far as you know that's gonna serve from a societal perspective, but when it comes to, like wrestling promotions, and everything like that or any kind of industry you're in, like you're worried about pissing off the people in power. If somebody's holding your employment and livelihood over your head, a lot of times you're gonna feel like you know what I gotta go with the flow, or I gotta get the hell out. Unfortunately, there's some women that have gotten the hell out, and it's 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 a sad thing. And I think now that there's heightened awareness because of this hashtag, uh, because of people speaking out, like this is a time, man, this is the time to to put it all out there. And look, if you're a victim and you don't feel uncomfortable speaking out, you know, re- reach out to a media outlet. You know, provide receipts. I mean, something. I don't know. Uh, my, my heart goes out to you. It, it's just, it, it, it's terrible. I mean, nobody should have to be in a position to even speak out in the first place because nobody should be in a position to be harassed, to be abused. It's just so, it, it's just awful, man. But uh, you can combat intolerance with intolerance. If somebody wants to be a perv, if somebody wants to be a creep, if that, if even worse, somebody wants to be a rapist, a criminal, whatever, like you got to combat that. Okay, if you work in that promotion, you gotta not book them. If you see any something horrible like that or know something horrible, you gotta alert the authorities. At the very least, you gotta blacklist that person and make sure they're never booked again, so they can never harm anybody again in the business. And you know that start. It starts with, with us as individuals. Again, as fans, it starts with the the wrestlers, with the promoters, with people not not protecting uh, one another just because they're boys or whatever. And, and you know what? Here's an uncomfortable truth. There, there's a there's a chance that one of our favorite wrestlers is going to be outed in the next few days. And again, some allegations seem more concrete than others. At the end of the day, it's up to you to decide based on the receipts provided, you know, the screenshots, um, you know, and whatever other uh, tangible proof. But you know, you got to come to grips that you can't put somebody, everybody, on a pedestal, and that you know, just because a person plays a character on TV, or in the case of Davis, Starr plays a character on Twitter. Uh, doesn't mean they're a good person doesn't mean they're your friend and you know as far as on an individual basis just forget wrestling fan for a second especially us men right I think it's just incumbent on us to not only be more self-aware you know even if you're a nice guy it's good to be more self-aware it's good to be more understanding it's good to be more respectful you know uh, uh, and just aware of your actions now you treat people especially women so I hope that all makes I hope that all made sense. I mean it's just a lot to take in and if it's a lot to take in for me and, and fans alike, I can only imagine what it's like what it's like to take in for the victims that are pouring their hearts out on, on Twitter again. God bless them. Some it's, it's it's sad they're even in this position to begin with. David Schneider says, If any of this is true, they should all be banned from wrestling for next year or two, no reason for this crap. Um, I mean that's you know that's where it gets a little tricky, right? And, and I have this the same conundrum with football play, with some football players or athletes that get accused of domestic violence and some that are even convicted of domestic violence or harassment or whatever. Like, at the end of the day, I mean I, I guess by the letter of the law, anybody, no matter how good or bad they are, is entitled to or has the right to make a living. Um, but we again as consumers have the right to not support any promotions that book said abusers, right? promotions if they are responsible if they're actually caring and respectful and understanding of their fan base to me they do have a more obligation to say you know what we're not going to book this guy we're not going to book this girl if they're linked to some unsavory things if they're linked to domestic violence sexual assault we're just not going to book them and if you see a promotion that that is still booking them yeah you, you got to call them out um do you have a list of any other allegations um man there's so many I'm refreshing right now i mean there's just there's so many there's so many i mean those are kind of like the main ones I don't say the main ones i mean i don't wanna, I don't want to devalue anybody else's experience there Those are like the ones that are really kind of grabbing the headlines um man yeah it's it's uh, yeah it, it it's 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 bad. It's just bad. Okay, uh, this another Jim Cornette allegation. I get. I guess I'll. I, I I guess I'll read this one. Uh, by the way, though, I did see a, a claim about Joy Ryan, an allegation that he's known to be creepy or whatever. I don't want to get into too many details. All I can say is I did speak to a friend of a friend, who uh, alleges they were flashed by Joey Ryan, unsolicitedly. So, um, take that for what you will. Again. I think the more these guys have done bad things, the more it's uh, about to come out right now. The floodgates are open. Um, let's see if I can find... Okay, so Mike Bra- Iron Mike Braddock tweets at Iron M Braddock on, on Twitter. Jim Cornette sent Stacy his wife, after me to recruit me. Told me about how her and Jim had discussed and were curious about my sex life. I didn't take the bait. I went on to draw the biggest house OVW had ever seen in a Davis arena multiple times. Years later, Jim Cornette decides to tell his listeners that he doesn't believe one-legged wrestlers are believable. He was part owner of OVW at the time of the shows I just mentioned. He is a POS and a coward. And yeah. Uh, I, I, I guess it's, you know, a well-known thing. Uh, Sierra Loxton, who I mentioned before, started out that started the hashtag. Hashtag speaking out. I had a block. Joe Coffey isn't Joe Coffey of NXT UK. On all my social media accounts, because he wouldn't leave me alone, I've been told tonight that he sexually harassed three girls, sending unsolicited naked images, voice notes, and stalking. Hashtag speaking out. Uh, another person on here, uh, Paige Gwenrell, says, He did this to a friend of mine by finding her through the NXT UK tags, sent me the exact message he sent to her to initially try and slide in when she was staying at my house yikes not not good man um uh, not not good at all again i'm trying to trying to keep up with everything there's a there's a lot going on not again <sighs> none, none of it good Not none, none of it good man oh wow okay wow this okay so this one is this this statement is actually from a friend of mine, Heather Lynch. Out to her at Heather Lynn ten twenty four. Yeah, this is just as crazy, right? When it's from people you actually know, it hits uh, even closer home. By the way, an, an absolute sweetheart of a person. So she tweeted, "I'm glad people are speaking out about how toxic the wrestling business is. I spoke out several years ago." about how I was treated at Evolve and was accused of lying or how it was somehow of my fault. Now other people are speaking about Sal, Hugs, or Rubs, and I'm not sure if anyone has spoken about how Trevin is disgusting with his over-the-pants hand hand jobs he would jokingly ask for. I'm guessing this is a person from Evolve, uh, which, by the way, I think is on the brink of going out of business anyway, ironically enough. Stuff like that made me walk away from wrestling, which I love more than almost anything. There are also countless wrestlers who are dirtbags, like former and current day- current. Former WWE and current AEW star who was recently married. He asked me out when I thought they were recently broken up, but they weren't as I found out after. So many wrestlers don't care about relationships. My daughter is 16 and I'll be damned if I allow her around anyone in this business without me, not unless it's one of the very few I trust. I love the sport of wrestling, but despise the business. And that's the sentiment of a lot of people. You know, you hear about the people that, Man, you, you hear about the people that have been affected. You hear about some of like the more you know bigger names on the independent scene. Uh, but I'll tell you, sad as it is to say, there's a lot of people like Heather Lynn who are no longer in the business, or maybe have have their foot halfway out the door, and uh, you know are now out of the business because of scumbag promoters, you know scumbag abusers, scumbag harassers, and uh, it's just it's not right, man. It's 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 absolutely not right. It, re- it really isn't. Um, just real quickly, too, I want to shout out uh, the couple organizations that, that I've supported for a number of years. Uh, if you've been sexually assaulted, or if you're a victim of, of sexual assault, or if you know anybody that's been a victim of sexual assault, you can you can visit. You can visit donate. Or actually, you can just visit Rain. That's Rain with two N's, org. That's R A I N N. dot org. Uh, rain helps uh, a number of of Sexual Assault Survivors provides uh, many resources as well. Uh, you can also call their Sexual Assault Hotline, uh, 1-800-656-4673. That's 1-800-656-4673. Um, another organization that I'm a big fan of, that I've been a big supporter of for, for many years, is the Nadia's Hope Foundation. Now, Nadia's Hope is based in Calgary, Alberta, Canada. It's a Canada-based, uh, Canada-based organization. Uh, it's run by my good friend, Russia L dib, but they have uh, plenty of resources at Nadia's hope foundation.com. If you're somebody that's um, been a victim of uh, sexual abuse, mental abuse, domestic abuse, any kind of any, any kind of a, a abuse from a, from a partner, from a spouse or or, or just somebody in general, um, they, have, they have some amazing resources. You also find them on Twitter, on Instagram TV, on YouTube at Nadia's hope. I'm a proud supporter of, of Russia and everything she, she does um she actually lost her sister unfortunately to uh to domestic violence so hits close close to home and uh, you know just a wonderful a wonderful person but you know, I'm sure there's some other organizations those are just a couple that I happen to support that help uh, sexual assault survivors uh domestic uh, abuse survivors um so if you're if you're having a problem man um, I encourage you to to definitely seek out help and uh you know whenever you're ready to speak out if you've already spoken out or about to speak out or you know live your truth, you know. God God bless you. Again, it's not easy for me to talk about, I can only imagine how hard it is for you know, people that have actually experienced this to to talk about. So uh, again, much respect to everybody um, that, that that has gone through the struggle and that's, you know, that that's that's dealing with all this and brave enough to you know, put put themselves out there, man. Okay, I just read some stuff about Dave and J. Chris and Impact. Um, yeah, I mean again, again, let's keep in mind some of these are are allegations. I mean, like I said, all of them are allegations. I mean, what I'm trying to say is some are true, some may not be. I don't know. With respect to, you know, legally, like we got to say allegations, we got to say alleged, but um, none of it looks good. And um, th- there's no place in wrestling for it. There's no place in life for it. And um, I don't know what else to say other than uh, I hope and pray for all the uh, victims that have come out. Today, that'll continue to come out and, and speak out about the awful transgressions in the world of wrestling. I hope all these uh, people that are abusers, I don't give a damn if they're the, the bum that runs at the local flea market or the, the highest of levels in WWE or AW. Uh, let's get them out of here. Let's get them out of here. Um, obviously, with any allegation, with any news that comes out, uh, respect the alleged victim, use nuance, don't gaslight them. If somebody doesn't name names, don't ask them for the name. There's probably a reason they're not giving you a name. Um, don't assume a person's lying, uh, you, you know, either. And uh, yeah, just please, just be respectful of each other. Really, just just be respectful of each other. And and for us men, you know, let's just let's just do better, man. Let's just be more self-aware if we see uh, BS. Whether when it you know, and it doesn't have to just be you know abuse. You know, when it comes to you know, sexism, racism, any kind of ism, man, like. Let's stand up against that, right? As fans in general, let's stand up against that. Media, let's stand up against that, okay? There's no place for this in wrestling, let alone life. So I don't know what else to say other than I thank you guys who have stuck with me on this live stream. For people listening to the podcast, I thank you very much. If you think that this would be a uh, a valuable listen for anybody, please feel free to like this, uh, share this, subscribe. I'm sure uh, for better or worse... There will be uh, a lot more breaking news about this uh, in days to come. but um, yeah, not not good, not good. but God God bless everybody that that's going through the struggle right now. God bless the the victims that have come out that are brave enough to speak about their experiences. And uh, you know, let, let's let's make sure that, that these people that have allegedly committed these awful acts uh, not only get justice, get justice served to them if possible. But uh, never get to work a day in the life again in, in professional wrestling. Never get to make $1.01 one from professional wrestling again. Until next time, everybody, as always, uh, enjoy the matches. Uh, please stay safe, and please be kind to each other.